Hello everyone, I'm Shannon Steves and I'm a confidence and courage coach and today we have Trina Riesling with us and she is a social worker and works at the school district and she has her own little fam dam and we met um, via hockey a couple years ago I think, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, that's how we, we met. Did. I'm pretty chatty so I just chat to most moms and realize we have some people in common that we know and uh-huh. it doesn't take hard to get to know people in Regina so Trina has been amazing even though she's way on the north end of town but we don't see each other as regular <laughs> with hockey but it's great to always catch up so yes uh, I know um Trina has a bit of a story so I don't know if you just want to start and just share some of the like okay. hard stuff you've been through or for you- sure yeah Okay. Well, make note, though, Shannon, that we are both NODs. We both are north of Dudney. You still make that. <laughs> so I'll, I'll consider you somewhat of a North Ender. Okay. As, <laughs> as um, um, I'm born and raised um, in Regina. And um, a little bit about myself and kind of where, where I am today in my life. I um, came from a family of... Four of us children um, lived in the North End, stayed in the North End, have my own children. We have three children, me and my husband, Jed, um, Kevlin, Nixon, and Jake, and um, and one baby angel that I lost in 2013, mm. um, in between, I guess, Nixon and Jake. So, mm. and as, um, as we all do, we, we all have our obstacles in life that we we go through and we got our we got our pluses and we got our somewhat negatives in life and and kind of we just cruise along and go with what you know what happens in our lives if we like it or not sometimes we don't have a choice Mm -hmm. and um and so um growing up I played tons of hockey that was an amazing outlet for me and um I learned a lot myself and then I ended up playing for the University of Regina, um, so I'm a U of R hockey alumni girl, and um, and then I did my social work degree and my master's in ed psych, and now I have a counseling business, um, aside from my full-time job in the Regina Catholic School Division, and it's called Let Your Light Shine Counseling and Consulting, mm-hmm. and And you just started it this of, year, right? Like you started... It's just yeah it's just over a year okay that I kind of started it but I haven't um um went uh I guess oh what would be the word that I'm trying to get to but it's I haven't really went out there with it I'm Mm -hmm. kind of I'm kind of sitting a bit about Mm it um I I want to pursue more in it but there's a there's a fear in me of Oh my gosh, what if, what if I get really busy kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Um, so, however, so with this, with my counseling business that I started, um, my brother died in 2006 in a car crash um, between Hudson Bay and Tisdale, and his name was uh, Kevin Rissling, and that shook me um, big time, mm-hmm. and um at the time, he was 26 years old. He had a little girl, Isabel. She was six months old at the time, and his son, James, was three years old. Mm-hmm. And his wife, Sarah, 
and they were married. They were established in Tisdale, Saskatchewan, and that's kind of where they were going to, you know, start their own roots and and whatnot. And he played senior hockey, and he ended up um, his car hit a moose, and he mm. died November eighteenth, two thousand six. So, um, in my own struggles, a lot I. Four years ago, I had a panic attack, which I kind of knew what it was about as in my mental health background. But mm-hmm. to experience something like that is people that I yeah, I guess that have had one can can understand a bit more about what it does to you, what it does to your thoughts, what it does to to your body. And um, my at that time, I felt like my life kind of took a 360 where. I kind of held everything in for a very long time, Um, whether it's from parenting children, you know, managing the house to running your kids around and then forgetting about yourself. Mm -hmm. And so I I explain it as like turning a light switch on and off in your body Um, when that panic attack happened and it, it, It turned the light in me off. It was dark and it was um, lonely. Um, What I was going through, it was, I couldn't, you know, for someone else to imagine what I was going through would have been quite hard, but I had lots of support around me, Mm -hmm. but it was just hard to be in my own skin per se. I guess it was if I wasn't crying, I was pacing. If I wasn't pacing, I was worried that, you know, I'd be left alone. Um, you know, and it was from, I wasn't driving and then I, um, eating. Right. And then my body was just telling me lots of things that Mm -hmm. I, I wasn't listening to for a very, very long time. Do you find, um, sorry to interrupt, but do you find, women in our age range with young families. Do you see that a lot? Cause I do. Mm, I, actually, mm-hmm. I see that women having like breakdowns or like their mental health just spirals or mm-hmm. they get physically super sick and that's almost your wake up call. So do yes. you see that often too? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that the having a panic attack was like my thank you, Grace for, um, almost just telling myself okay enough is enough it's time for you and this is the way you know as crappy as it was it was super scary because I literally thought when they tell you like you can feel like you're gonna you're you're dying Mm -hmm. you know like that's it that's totally totally what it was pictured like because ambulance came and they Mm -hmm. checked everything and they're like you're having a panic attack. Well, my choice of words weren't the nicest when they told me that, but at the same time I was like, okay, I'm okay. Right. Mm -hmm. But at the same time I was not okay mentally whatsoever, Mm -hmm. but yeah, we carry on so much stuff and we don't, you know, sometimes we wait too long to say, okay, it's your, our turn now to take care of us. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, it took me, well, my brother died in 2006 and this happened, my big panic attack in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I've done, I felt like I've done a lot of work since then. 
um, taking care of me. I still got lots to do. Like we, you know, we mm-hmm. always do. There's every up and down in life. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it kind of, I guess, uh, an attachment to that, my counseling, the reason a lot of, when we grieve um, the death of someone or a loss, we, there's a stage that David Kessler, um, an author, wrote along with Elizabeth Kubra Ross, who wrote the five stages of grief, and it's called mm-hmm. Finding Meaning. Mm-hmm. And through through grieving, you feel stuck, and then you got to figure out that stuckness. Well, it took me 10 years to figure that out, mm-hmm. or until my body said, okay, enough is enough. Mm-hmm. You need to talk. You need to... And then you go into a new normal, so you adjust to what that new normal looks like without your, you know, your brother or your cousin or whoever it may be. Mm-hmm. And then you live fully in a life. And I feel like I'm there now just through my meaning in helping other people mm-hmm. and sharing my story. And as a mom, as someone that lost someone tragically and, and just, I guess, being more encouraging people to be open um, sooner than later because, you know, everything mm-hmm. piles up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, and I give you yeah. um, applause and celebrate that because even when we met for coffee on Monday, I challenged yes. you. I said, do you share your story often? And you're like, well, kind of. And I'm like, are you willing yeah. to go on my podcast? And you said yes right <laughs> away. So I yeah, celebrate that. I did. I'm all about the more we hear other people's stories, we're like, oh, like, okay. Like women, for sure, I know for myself, you judge another woman so easily on their appearance. Opposed to being like, I often say I wish people wore their stories all the time. So I feel like I would be even more empathetic or even Uh different talks I've done that I Uh make people stand up. It's kind of like a Rachel Hollis thing, like make people stand up. Like, have you been through... A passing of a close loved one have you been through divorce have you lost a child uh-huh. and the whole room is standing and then make them uh-huh. like hold hands and be like we're doing this together right like yes it's so powerful to be like we've all been through shit like we've all been through something yeah and when we're take off our masks and realize yeah we can support each other and share our stories and grow together and learn through someone else so Uh as Uh you know I'm a huge advocate for that because absolutely yes my own kind of story as that's kind of why the reason I met with Trina on Monday Uh Uh um I'll just share a little bit of mine and we can go back to to you for sure no good um so I haven't been doing good mentally I even brought in my um Kleenex because I never know if I'm gonna cry (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I've just had stuff going on I think a lot of people, like everyone in this pandemic, it's like a huge stressor for people. And I know we talked about the book Burnout by Emily. Uh-huh. You'll know it. Naglaski. Oh, um, yeah. Naglaski. Yeah. So yeah. My good friend Glenda showed me that book and I was re-listening uh-huh. it to, to it today. I'm like, it's another good, great one to always just have in the back of your head. Of yeah. All those stressors, all those things. And I always think I'm doing great, like me starting my own business and like having my own schedule. I'm kind of like you that Uh I did get my coaching in the last year and I'm really like living my dream. My dream was always to actually become a social worker, but I'm not great Uh at doing school. I'm like, I'm hands on. I've been reading a ton of books lately. I'm like, just let me do the stuff. 
Yes. And then, um, yeah, so I don't realize how much stress is around me. My sister wasn't going through, she's going through some stuff mentally. Uh Um, and you don't realize how much that puts an impact on you, even though she's in Lethbridge, but just worrying about her and my mom. Uh And then I don't even know what else, just life, right? Like I'm always trying to pivot my business. Yeah. And then I was on medication probably about four years ago also. Uh-huh. I was on it for a year and then I agreed with my doctor that I'm like, okay, I have the skills. I'm going to work out regularly. I'm going to eat healthy. Yeah. I have all the stuff. So they took me off. She promised like, come and visit me if you don't feel great. Right. Uh-huh, Take the uh-huh. right vitamins, all those things. So I did get off of it for, for a little bit. Uh-huh. Well, since just recently, I... Um, probably have been suicidal, uh, three times the last month. And it's uh-huh. just like hard to even like admit sometimes. Cause you're like, how can I be like this? I have two healthy kids. Yeah. Um, like my husband also struggles with mental health. So I feel like we're always a yo-yo of feelings together and yeah. he, he confides in his buddies. Um, but their choices all the time. I'm always like, Meh. <laughs> <laughs> each to their own. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, just realizing that I've still been meaning to post a picture of my Christmas Eve, like all in our Christmas pajamas with big smiles. Uh-huh. But then realizing that day I was ready to take my life. So, like, yeah. how it can just, like, it just can click and you can just spiral. Like, my friends are giving me shit because they said, Why didn't you phone me? But in yeah. that moment, you're just thinking of all the negative. And yeah. it's like a demon comes over you. Like you don't feel like how you said your panic attack. You don't feel like you're yourself, obviously. Yeah. And, Out of, yeah. and I say to my brother who rarely phones me, but my youngest brother phoned me. And I said, mm-hmm. he was really a godsend. Like he phoned me to talk about my sister. But I said, um, yeah, if he didn't phone me, I don't know if I would have been here. Mm-hmm. That's scary to say, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, so, but, go ahead. I was just going to say, but brave and, and like, you're, you're acknowledging what you're going through, right? Mm -hmm. And you're, right, and whether it's through tears, whether it's through, right, Mm -hmm. punching a pillow, whatever it may be, right? But at least you're, you know, acknowledging what's happening and. Right. And if we don't talk about it, then it just builds up bigger and bigger. And mm-hmm. and, and this way it it provides those supporters around you mm-hmm. to rally more, mm-hmm. to rally more for you and say, OK, guess what? Like, I'm not leaving your side. I'm not. Right. Mm-hmm. We're here to support you and kick you in the butt. Yeah. Make sure that you you're you get what you need. Yeah. And that's what. Yeah. And I encourage all women to have like if you. Have that supportive husband, right? But then also have that supportive women of, like, tribe, right? That you can just be yourself. Because even going for dinner and drinks with different groups of people, I've noticed, I just Uh realized what I need in my life. I need people that I can be super honest, not to, like, shy Uh away from what I'm really thinking, share my voice. And this is through lots of self-development, too, of (laughs) just some childhood stuff, right? And really feeling heard. Yeah. Um, for who I am and knowing that, yeah, it might not be the smartest, but I have some insight too. And what yes. else, what I've learned in life is important, right? To help yeah. others. So, 
Um, yeah. So and with and without the judgment, right? Yeah. Like just having right those people that you you know are important in your life to that they can just listen mm-hmm. and um I may not have to say anything back, but that you're just your voice is heard. Yeah. 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 That's so huge too, that non judgment because Yes. Yeah, you're just there's been conversations I've left. And then knowing, too, that's not who I want to be around, right? Like, they always say, be around the five people that you want to be uh-huh. like, right? It's like, you always uh-huh. want to be growing, becoming a better person. So, that's yeah. what I learned a lot. Like, I had some great friends in Lethbridge, and I still do, and connect. But I just am really getting really deep with some women here, and I love it. Uh-huh. But I think it's just, I'm at that stage. I'm ready to, like, build myself, like, grow yes. myself. But also, yeah, my family and just know that I'm worth it right like you want to be absolutely positive people yeah. and, and well like and it. and in order for right you're in you're in a, a job and passion where you want to help others mm-hmm. right and myself we need to love ourselves and help ourselves before we can have space for other people yeah right so so it's having huge. to say no and our boundaries that's also something <laughs> yes. I've learned lots of <laughs> Oh, yes, that darn no word. Yeah, because even my assistant's like, when are you doing this? When are you doing that? And lots of times I I want to do stuff because I feel I want to do it. We talked about this on Monday because we're both, I think, audible learners and we'd rather just work with people instead of yeah. the paperwork and the emails and all that. Oh, yeah. The yeah, expenses. <laughs> um, so, yeah, knowing knowing kind of what your personality is and then hiring out mm-hmm. what what is the challenging part. And mm-hmm. I'm going to keep being true to myself when I feel like doing something, I'm going to do it. And I've learned that too, instead of feeling like you should do something opposed to, do I really want to do this? So yeah, even this podcast, yeah. I was super excited. and Yes, came, right? I was so. too. I've, I've never been anything part of this. And and I'm grateful that you asked because it might, I think it'll be an opening for myself too to say, okay, like... Mm-hmm. This is your step yeah. instead of being stuck. Yeah, I know, right? And, and I think we both have that same fear. I'm scared of, well, now I'm in it again. I am. Actually, my doctor's phoning at 2.30 today, and I'm going to okay. ask to get back on meds. She did a bunch of blood work. Oh, um, she did. Okay. And even my girlfriends, um, mm-hmm. who majority of actually my girlfriends and my husband's friends are on antidepressants or anxiety mm-hmm. medication. Mm-hmm. So to know it's common... Um, but they Uh said, why are you so against it? And I said, I do feel that frustration and like shame for myself for like not being able to keep all the tools, but I'm like, Uh sometimes Uh you just can't control it, whatever you do. Right. And I'm like, instead of, yeah, yeah, keep living the life that I, the great life I do have. Yeah. Um, and I might just need other supports for that. So. I'm doing counseling yeah. with Trina, and then I'm going to get on meds, <laughs> and I'm going to just keep reaching out to my friends, and I'm going to keep praying a lot. And Nice, yeah. The things. So what and are some things that you do, Trina, that support? To take care of me? Yeah. Well, so like you just talked about the medication piece, I struggled and struggled um, to, you know, to, to acknowledge that, okay, well, this is what, this is a part of what I might need to help me. And it took me about five months, December 26th, I remember this, t- December 26, 2016, mm-hmm. I um, said, okay, I need to take 
medication. I, I carried the bottle with me for a couple weeks. It was a very, very small dose. And finally, I was just afraid of the side effects. I was afraid of like the extreme side effects that mm. you, right, you might go down before you feel level and yeah. okay. And, and it was awesome. Like, I'm going to say awesome because I had a headache for a few days. That was my side effect. And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh. And then a down a ways I recognized because I was a puddle. I cried and cried and cried and cried or, or tried to get out of my skin and I was pacing. And next thing you know, I'm in my van and I'm driving and I'm like, okay, I don't need Kleenex today. What's happening? Mm -hmm. Right. And, and noticing those things and, and acknowledging that, okay, like, that's one piece that I started with to help myself. Um, I started going to a counselor that I haven't been to one in a few years, but I um, went to a counselor that did a lot of work through my body because a lot of, a lot of what was going on was just stuck inside me and everything, our thoughts and our feelings and everything gets affected. Mm -hmm. And um, so I did that for a while to, to a place where, um, I, I, cause I was off work for a bit that I gradually went back to work. Um, I, the one thing that I still need to work on is being physic physically active more. Yeah. Did um, you go to adrenaline? I didn't, oh. but I'm signing, I'm signing up for these kettle kettlebell classes in oh, the good. North End. Good, good girl. Then I don't have to drive so darn far away. Yeah. But, um, is and not feeling guilty, I guess, as you know, that I'm not around. Um, I've, I've started learning to say no. Mm -hmm. uh, I usually help coach with my daughter's hockey team in this past year. I said, no, I'm not, but I've taken on different ways that I could still be involved with her team. And I do, um, zoom talks if you want to call them that. So I'll talk to the kids about mental health or vision mm -hmm. boards or, um, one that I do is called Building Champions, um, begins with the mind. So, you know, talking to the kids or athletes about what what that looks like and mm -hmm. what a growth mindset looks like. So I've, I've those ways, I've, so I've said no, you know, physically to go and have to, you know, go on the ice and stuff. But this way I get to do something really passionate. Mm -hmm. um, not that I'm not with the coaching part, but this really gets me excited so and yeah. I'm still helping mm -hmm. in a different way so could you do that for yeah, other so, teams I'm just thinking that'd be great to be for both my boys' teams well yeah so I've I've done it with um like a little just girls team so far but yeah. just because my other my hockey <clears throat> friends are hockey coaches and whatnot so but no that's um one of my passions in my counseling is to work with young kids and 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 coaches and just help them with um talking about the mental health piece but helping kids emotionally regulate when they're in a sport a competitive mm -hmm. sport right and mm -hmm. you know um but yeah so that way i've i've learned to say no in different things but take on a different way of still enjoying my passion mm -hmm. and um we got a dog Mm -hmm. I, a, COVID, a COVID dog like many people have but it's he's amazing and dogs definitely can feel 
what you're feeling and vice versa. And they definitely can uh, support you. And so there's that piece. But the main one I honestly need to work on is physical activity Mm -hmm. and just just going and doing my own thing. Mm -hmm. And And not feeling guilt. Yes. That's that's the problem. We were talking about that too, that we would spend money on our kids or encourage them to do stuff but then we're like we always come last right so making sure you're first Uh that phrase right always put on your own oxygen mask before your kids even right so yes yes that's true keeping that yeah yeah so we're heading on almost 25 minutes already oh (laughs) so i was gonna ask you um well maybe some any other thoughts about i was gonna ask you actually this did you feel any shame since you're in the whole counseling realm of going yep. on meds when you did four years ago? Uh-uh. I honestly oh, am like it. I speak quite openly now about it. And yeah. um, in like I suggest, you know, when I see clients that have you been to the doctor? Have you, um, you know, done blood work, that kind of thing, because, Mm -hmm. you know, look at that avenue, not that you have to go on anything, Mm -hmm. but maybe down the road, that's something you might have to do. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like that's honestly, like I can't see myself going on them or off of them Mm -hmm. for quite some time because I'm just, and it doesn't label me. It's not who I am. I'm still, you know, Trina and I'm a mom and whatever, but I'm not, yeah, it's just, I just got to take something every day. No different than my son does because yeah. he has ADHD, right? So, yeah. yeah so, yeah. Well, I love that. And I love how honest you are. And just, I love that you don't have that guilt and shame. So that's something I need to work <laughs> on that. Yeah, we're all human. Yeah. And even though I want to help people, I just really need to help myself first. So, yeah, yeah. It's a big thing for me. Um, did I ever tell you you're living my, um, what I thought was my dream job? Really? Well, I thought no. I wanted to be an elementary school counselor. Oh my gosh! And but again, the scared of like getting my social work. But yeah, even I'm still doing well, not with kids now, but I'm doing it with women. I'm like, yeah, I'm coaching women, and it's very similar to counseling. Yes, they say it it's is. not, yeah. but I'm like, this is so similar to what I took in child and youth care and like my psychology yeah. classes and yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I'm doing my dream. So even I had a a friend say, oh, take this master's class. And here I'm like, and I just like feel gross when I think about it. Yeah. I'm, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'll just keep <laughs> doing this and keep keep using the experiences I have to build what I have already. And to know that's Absolutely. okay, right? Because lots of times it's even my family will be not my personal family, yeah. but my yeah. extended family would be like, oh, you yeah. don't have experience in that. And I'm like like telling my brothers they don't have experience in construction I'm like I do <laughs> like yeah my value yeah. again right is is worth it and um, absolutely yeah yeah so I want to yeah. ask you what are your wins for this year what are like some? for 2021 no 2020 so what are your wins oh what are my wins for this year like my positives yeah or successes um, or my successes I would say um well, I would say, say no to some things that I otherwise wouldn't have, um, like, you know, being behind a bench or on the ice kind of thing. Um, I would say that my 
my focus on what to to worry about or not worry about um I've been really practicing being grateful or showing that before I left for work or with mm. my kids. Um, so I'm in a good space to work and they're in a good space to go to school and whatnot. And for my husband, mm-hmm. um, as can he's you, at home. And- can you explain that? Because you told me about that on Monday. Did you read the book um, 90% by Darcy Lang? No, she has something similar to that, but that's like coming back into the house after a conference. She's like, I hold the doorknob and unless I'm in a good mood, I don't enter until I'm in a good mood. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you had something similar, right? No, I've never. I will have to. Yeah. So talk about my husband. No, no, no. Talk about um, how you don't leave the house. It was kind of similar, right? Don't leave. Yeah. Yes. And I, and it is like, I will not leave. Even if I'm 10 minutes late for work, I don't have a meeting or whatever. It's... You know, are we, you know, what does a good day look like for you, 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 a love, you know, the loves, hugs and kisses. I don't leave without any of that. And, um, and then just kind of acknowledging to them that, you know, that I'm going to have a good day and they will tell me that. And and then we leave content, Mm. you know, we're not going to leave ecstatically happy every day, but that, um, cause that'll affect the way we the way we work or mm-hmm. how we're going to focus in school and that type of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. And the, well, with this pandemic, it's crazy. Um, but I think it's brought a lot more awareness. I was scared that um, when things first, March 11th is my birthday and March 11th is the day that it was announced that there was a pandemic. Mm. So will I, will I remember that date, but I'm, I'm going to remember it in a way that I'll just continue celebrating my life and, Mm. and reflect on, okay, look at how much we've went through and how many months. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm, you know, still smiling. Mm -hmm. Um, Am I still being annoyed from my kids? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I'm, we're just, we're still living life and, and, and it's not, you know, pushing me, pushing us down too far. Yeah. Yeah. And, I even recognized that too the other day. Cause it's easy to look at the negative and think, Oh, 2020 was so crappy, but yeah, I was looking back on pictures. I'm like, we had a great 2020, like, yeah. <laughs> like luckily the yeah. beginning of the year, like I still did tournaments. That's what I did a lot of to sell oh, yes. the hoodies yes. and I did some markets, yeah. but I'm like, luckily support local like came in hard and this was Absolutely. the best, best year I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't complain. And I got yeah. to do it from my house. Like lots of times I would feel that guilt if I had to be away at a market all day. I'm like, that's yeah. the reason I started my business. And sometimes, actually, I would only get two sales. Like, some of the markets were just... But I yeah. also got to meet a lot of great people. But, yeah, um, yeah, just the places we still got to go. Luckily, yeah, we're like you and still have our family and kiddos to hang out yeah. with, right? So, even though... Well, it, yes. And that quality time of being with those you love, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I I think the hardest part was even for the kids, my husband was, we had to be in our bodies in a more relaxed mode than a go, go, go mode. So Mm -hmm. I think that adjustment was, was kind of hard because we just, that's what we're used to. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it was a good way to say, Kate, we got to listen to ourselves. And Mm -hmm. even when it feels yucky sometimes, because it did definitely. Yeah. But 
And now that's the thing, too, that I'm like, now we're used to this. Like, even we went to church regularly, and we're like, now this is easy to watch church in PJs and (laughs) while eating breakfast and not having to go to school to get ready. Like, just now I'm wondering how much we'll say even more no to stuff, right? So we don't have to go out as much and just be at home and (laughs) be content, right? So Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming on. With short short notice, and I feel like those are always the best, but just when I feel like, I need to ask her, and people say yes, that's always great. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm I'm glad, I'm grateful that you asked me, and I was glad to share, and... Yeah. I'm sure your story will help, help other women, and men, I think, just men too, need to... I hope so. ...hear that, because other men are struggling, and how Mm -hmm. our husbands struggle, and... How we yeah. try to be a great support to them. So just take yeah. community and connection, like Brene Brown and Jody Carrington, all those great oh, names. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank <laughs> you, Trina. Yes, thanks, Shannon.